Hey, the Washington football team that classified best podcast that's out there. You know we got some good people like Eric and Ellie, they on there. We know Washington football team, the best team out there, and we don't care. They used to talk about how we ain't make it to the players, but boy, did y'all go there? Let's talk about Chase Young getting them sacks. Let's talk about Gibson running it back. Let's talk about Terry Lawrence scoring touchdowns every time he catching that pass. Let's talk about Rupert Foster, how he's sitting there waiting for somebody to run that slant. Let's talk about Kim Fuller, how many picks he got. Yeah, the boy be still in the pass. Pick six. Washington football team selects. Welcome back to the WFT Declassified Podcast. We are coming live. If you're listening to us on audio, we appreciate you. That's my favorite medium. If you're watching us on YouTube, what's up? I'm going to say what's up to Eric. How you doing, Eric? Man, I'm doing great. How are you guys doing tonight? Terrific. Wonderful. Commander Brian over there. What's going on, Brian? (laughs) Not too much. I'm doing real good. How are you guys? Everything is amazing. We love the interactions you guys are giving us on YouTube, on Facebook, on Twitter, uh, the the posts we're putting out on our site, WFTDeclassified.com. If you are not already subscribed, make sure you're subscribed to YouTube and the audio platforms. Heck, you can even subscribe to the site if you want to. But now that we got the business out the way, tonight is our official WFT Declassified mock draft for your Washington football team, soon to be Washington Commanders. And we're going to take it all seven rounds. Remember, we don't have a fifth-round pick. We're going to go, and let's see how we get it, guys. Uh, Eric, I'm going to start with you. Who are we taking at number 11 in the first round? Well, the Washington Commanders, the people team, people's team, (laughs) DCFD. How many words can they cram on one logo? That's what I want to know. My first round, this is a really difficult assignment based on the fact that it's so early in the process, so I expect we're going to do like seven or eight more of these, right? At least. Until we eventually get it right. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Because the senior bowl is huge. And so I'm not, I I was tempted to go quarterback here, but until the senior bowl happens, I don't even want to sniff quarterbacks because so much is riding on it this year more than ever. Because guys like, uh, not so much with like Kenny Pickett and his baby hands, uh, but guys like uh, Malik, uh, uh, I already forgot his last name. Yeah, Malik Willis and uh, Sam Howell, those guys. Senior bowl is going to be huge for them. They can either take a giant step forward or they can fall off the map. So it's going to be, it's going to be, uh, you know, I'm going to revisit this, but I'm going defense in round one. I did like a hundred mock drafts and I'm trying to get the the best uh, option. And Jamison Williams came up on a lot of them and I was tempted, but I I still have a little snippet of faith that Curtis Samuel is going to work out for us. So I am going to go defense and I'm going to play the odds that one of those top picks is going to fall because I believe two quarterbacks at least will go in the top 10. Um, and I say at least because, again, it's going to depend on the, the, the senior bowl. So I'm going to go with um, – and I just, lost my, I just lost my page. I'm sorry. Um, Notre Dame safety. Where did his name go? You know Kyle who I'm talking Hamilton. about. Kyle Hamilton, yes, Notre sir. Dame safety. So either him – or uh, the cornerback from LSU is going to fall. One of those two is going to drop out of the top 10. I am confident in it. And whichever one drops out, that is who we should snatch up. Um, Kyle Hamilton, I'm not 100% on, honestly, because I need to see more. Because what I've watched of him, I need to see how he moves in space more. Um, There's a lot of big hits, and there's a lot of him coming up and smacking people. But I'm really curious how he gets back into space and flips his hip and and run. Is he Sean Taylor or is he Taylor Mays? I don't know yet, but I'm going to take a gamble. And I'm going to go Kyle Hamilton at number 11. All right. Listen, if we get that. I hope I didn't steal somebody's thunder. Well, you, you stole mine. So I'm going to come in after you. That was mine. But you well. did let me go first. So it's I your did. Fault. I did. I don't. So uh, the thing with quarterback that also matters is free agency. And that happens first. 
So I'm fairly right. certain we're going to address that in free agency, which opens up the pick at number 11 to get a generational safety or a potential generational safety. He's been called a unicorn. I'll take it, man. We've kind of fluttered back there between guys at the position that are just dudes. We're going to go get a ball hawk. We're going to get a hitter. We're going to get a baller. Kyle Hamilton is a pick at number 11. Brian, who's your guy? Uh, at, at 11, it, it's, it's, it's not the safety. Uh, I, I would have to go uh, quarterback. I'd have to go Kenny Pickett right off, right off the jump. Uh, I mean, there's nobody who can directly affect the fate of the franchise, how we go, where we go, uh, than there. So I, I'm going quarterback all the way, even if it turns out to be a big flop. That's you, you got the lottery tickets. You got to keep going until you get one. You can't. Uh, you think you Kenny Pickett's going to be there though? Because I don't. No, no. I think ultimately we're going to have to trade up to three. Oh, and, oh don't yeah. do it. We're, we're going oh, to. Oh, he's selling the farm. Yeah. yeah. For eight inch hands. <laughs> have you read about this dude's hands? Yeah. That's what yeah. scares the crap out well, of me they, about him. They're about to get official uh, results here come next week. So uh, we'll, we'll, we'll eight hear. Eight and a quarter inch hands. Do me a yeah. favor. I don't know how tall you, I know how tall Ellie is. Uh, measure your hands. Go uh, edge of your thumb to the tip of your pinky with your hands spread out like that. Do that. Get a tape measure and see what yours is. I bet you it's close to what Kenny Pickett's is. Right. I, so I actually measured mine because I was curious and I'm weird. Uh, nine and a quarter for me. So I'm an NFL quarterback. Jeez. <laughs> you probably get yeah, I'm, I'm, in the, uh, the wonder lick too. So yeah, yeah there's a, no, I, I fail that. Don't worry about that. But there's a spider monkey somewhere in my uh, lineage, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, that, that actually does scare me. But I honestly don't think Kenny Pickett would even be anywhere near 11. I guess you don't either, but man, moving up to three. Yeah, Good on you, man. I, I think that's the only way to do it. But, you know, uh, I, I, I can't justify taking the safety there. Uh, we are in too bad a shape. Uh, we, we've got to have somebody. We've got to have a uh, something to believe in. And the quarterback for me is the position that'll do that. Listen, if we get Kenny Pickett or any other quarterback at 11 and Rivera's wrong, that's the end of the Ron Rivera era here right if we move up to three and he's wrong definitely oh boy yeah, yeah you might be, not get through this year like that's gonna be wrong either way right if he trades the farm for a vet he's gonna no, be wrong no no that's true too no it's not because look you have drafting the quarterback is your get out of jail free card so if he does that next year and he gets a guy that's like we're, we're bad and we get a good pick next year he's got he bought himself two or three more years you know what I'm saying? But if he well, goes no, this year, if you trade for a vet, those picks are gone next year. Uh, well, I'm not talking about yeah, unless you're trading for like, um, you know, Teddy or something. No. and You don't give up a whole bunch, but we're potentially trading for somebody who's going to be worth number ones, number twos and stuff like that. So we're going to be doubly screwed if uh, if we do that. My projection is we sign Winston in free agency, not trade for a vet. But Winston, yeah, well, Winston. I got I got Trubisky. That hurt my heart when you said Winston. Oh. Winston's been yeah. pretty good. Yeah. I got Mitch Mitchell Trubisky coming to, right. coming to DC in free agency. Oh God, that's even worse. All right, second round, Eric, <laughs> kick us off. Who are we taking in the second round? As I said, I've got Mitchell Trubisky in free agency. That said, round two, I'm going quarterback. I'm going Carson Strong from Nevada. Okay. Big tall guy, big arm, got some mobility. Uh, I don't know if he's going to pan out or not. Uh, I don't know if any of these guys are going to pan out or not. But, yeah, that's my guy, Carson Strong, round two. Was tempted to go Malik Willis, too, uh, working on the assumption that he's probably going to move up, though. I think he's going to yeah. have a good senior bowl week. He'll be gone. Carson Strong, huge upside above the waist, below the waist. That dude is wrecked. His knees are toast. You don't know how many years you're going to get out of him. Could be Phillip Rivers. Uh, could just be trash. I don't know. I like him from a uh, mental standpoint. 
And uh, he was somebody I thought highly of too. And our guy, QB Spotlight, that's his favorite quarterback in the draft. Um, initially, when I was doing this, I had him in my second round too, but then I crossed him off because of the issues with the lower body. So Carson Strong, yeah, I don't see it. I love lower body issues because you don't <laughs> throw with your legs. I mean, you do, but you'd know. <laughs> be all right. The uh, the guys have some dirt on it. <laughs> draft ID podcast last week told us, uh, you know, about some of the issues that uh, Carson Strong has with his knees. And what do they know? He just, he just doesn't move very well at all. Like, I think now you've got to have a quarterback who can move some. And with some of the protections that uh, Scott Turner runs, he's going to have to move whoever the guy is, whether it's a vet or it's a uh, rookie. So, uh, for me, he kind of he looks too much like Nick Foles for me. Uh, that tall, lanky uh, build. I, 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 I'm not I'm not a fan of Carson Strong uh, on that one. You say Super Bowl winner Nick Foles? I couldn't hear you. <laughs> no, he said Chicago <laughs> Bears backup Nick Foles. Yeah, yeah, that third string guy who's there. Okay, who's your pick, Brian? Uh, so at second round, uh, Chad M- uh, Muma, uh, linebacker, Wyoming. He is a typical classic middle linebacker who gets downhill and who will blow up the ball carrier. We saw what not having a middle linebacker looked like this year as we just went with one uh, linebacker the whole year. This guy is a middle linebacker. There is no project. He knows what to do. Put him in the middle. He'll be running the defense uh, very quickly. Mm, See, the problem I think I have with that pick is he feels like one of those linebackers that's just going to be okay but you're always going to be trying to replace kind of like a John Bostic to me. That's kind of what I get out of that pick there. So I'm not in love with your pick either. That's why I'm going to go Josh Job, the defensive back from Alabama, physical in the run game, physical in the pass game, has some things to clean up, but a, a cornerback. So look, my first two picks are all secondary. As you can see, like there's, there's some things that we need to clean up there. We need to bring in more talent. Benjamin St. Juice. All right. He missed like most of the season. I'm not, I'm not holding out hope. Let's bring in some guys, increase our depth, become more physical in the run game, become more physical <clears throat> and athletic in the pass game. Let's just get better all around. We need to improve on defense quite a bit because I think we're going to address offense and free agency. I got Josh Joe from Alabama. Now, third round. This is where it starts to get interesting. I have a feeling. So, Eric, kick us off on the third round. I really struggle with this because there's some guys that I really like, but I think they're going to be around later. So I'm going to get to them and I'm going to pretend like I'm going to pretend like they're not, uh, they're not, or they're going to be there when I, when I go to pick my third round pick, actually, I was going to go linebacker as well. And I was going to go Christian Harris from Alabama, um, classic Alabama linebacker, downhill guy. Seems like he'd be a value pick. I don't think some people are got him in round two. I think he's more of a round three type player. He could be a nice find in round three. He's got some limitations, I think. Um, but I don't think they're enough to hinder me from taking him. I think he's a, he's a pretty solid, uh, honestly, my, my, almost my comp is like Reggie Ragland. Like, uh, he's not like hall of fame caliber Alabama linebacker, but he's still an Alabama linebacker and it's better than what you're going to get, uh, you know, later on or for some, for some other places, there's always going to be quality in that position. I can dig it. I mean, that's a decent place to get a linebacker. I'm with it. Brian, who's your guy in the third round? Third round, I'm going Kobe Bryant, cornerback, Cincinnati. Um, He was one of the best quarterbacks in college football last year. Did pretty well against Alabama in the bowl game before they uh, broke it open late. Um, 
and we need we need cornerbacks. We need cornerbacks in the worst way. Uh, you said it already. Uh, St. Drew's struggled greatly, had injuries, uh, and then it, it feels like it's been four years since we've seen St. Drew's. So uh, we need more corners. He's a really good one. Can't argue there. Got to get more depth in the secondary. Even if St. Juice comes back to start, you need guys behind them. Danny Johnson played well, but are you expecting that level of play from Danny Johnson year in and year out? Probably not. So uh, definitely smart idea to increase the depth there. I'm going to go with Hassan Haskins, running back from Michigan. <clears throat> Let me tell you why. Patterson was okay. Patterson was nothing great in the time that he played. I want more talent this position because we've shown this year that when we rely on the running game, we win. The defense plays better when we run the football. So why not increase the talent level? And he, you know, honestly, I like Antonio Gibson. He's still a project. He had a thousand yards, but he's still missing all kind of stuff on the field, right? All kind of opportunity, all kind of yards. He's still leaving on the field. Let's bring in a pure running back to offset the uh, the dynamic skill set of Antonio Gibson. And let's run the ball. Let's win some games, you know, especially since we're not going to draft a quarterback in the first round. <laughs> I like Haskins. I actually picked him uh, later on. Uh, I like him a lot. Yeah, it's funny. When I was just talking about guys who I don't want to pick this early because they're going to be around later, Hassan Haskins is who I was specifically talking about, which is why I have actually have him as a reach in round four. Because honestly, I think he could be there in round five. Um, and it's all the reasons that you said. He's basically a bigger, stronger version of Jarrett Patterson. Yeah. Um, the thing about the thing about him is that he from what scouts are saying about him is that he doesn't do anything particularly great, but he's good at everything. He's effective as a receiver, as a pass blocker, as a runner. He does everything. He's capable of everything. And I like guys like that. It's a perfect secondary. And you know who you know who like watching him and you and this is one of those things and I'm, I'm fully prepared for this. It's like going to be that Chase Young thing that I got clowned for so much comparing him to uh you know mario uh, williams. yeah mario williams it's gonna be basically like that this is not a dig at all at hassan haskins this guy had a very productive career for washington and elsewhere but liddell betts is I what i see, when I, see when I, see <laughs> I, he's, I mean look at him like he's yeah. built like him he runs like him yeah he's you know betts had a thousand yard season when he was a starter he's an effective back he's probably yeah. never going to be a top tier nfl back He's going to be a very effective backup running back, at least, if he can certainly carry the load in the event that, you know, the starter goes down. I have no problem taking Haskins in round four, even though I think he could be there later. Like you guys, you guys think um, Haskins is a um, more, you know, kind of the, the backup. I was, uh, I, I picked Haskins later on, but I was seeing him more as, hey, let him be the inside runner. Let him be that guy that just runs it between the tackles. He's good at that. He's got better vision. And then let's put Gibson in a, uh, a position where he's now that weapon X, right? We can move him outside. We can throw passes to him. We can um, run all these different reverses and things and, and get him out on the edge where he's more explosive and can make more plays. And I was kind of think of it like that, like let this guy be the bruiser inside and let uh, Gibson and kind of do those things outside maybe maybe Turner gets creative with them that way yeah I mean that's essentially what I was thinking I mean look I, I still think Gibson's a running back and I don't want to get overly creative with what we can do with him but it does give him the ability to be a little bit more flexible with what he can do and, and, and it's it would be great to have a guy on the field that takes advantage of the yards that are in front of him Eric you mentioned he might not be a top tier LaShawn McCoy type running back but he's going to take advantage of the yards that are there. And we need that. We need that true running back discipline to help make us a better football team. So I like the pick. Um, if, hey, if you're listening or watching, you don't like it, tell us what, what you don't like about it in the comments. Yeah, we want to hear your picks. That's right. That's right. 
All right, where are we going? Fourth round. Eric, kick it off. I just did. Hassan Haskins. That's <laughs> that your fourth round pick. <laughs> I like it. Okay. Nice I said I would have taken him in the fifth if we had one, but we don't. So I'm reaching for him in the fourth. Okay. Well, we all picked uh, Haskins, so that's good. But I, I didn't pick him in that round. Um, so I've got Cade Mays, guard, uh, Tennessee. Uh, he is a big, mean, nasty dude, and he has run. And Matsko's favorite thing, position flex, can give you guard, can give you tackle, can give you center as well, too. Um, but big, physical, nasty. So I'm going with him, and we need some additional depth if uh, Schweitzer goes into to uh, start at right guard. Um, Sadiq looks like he's just an ordinary guy, so uh, we probably need some uh, some additional depth, uh, depth there. Okay. I like that. I can live with that. Uh, my pick is wide receiver, Jaquari Robeson from Wake Forest. He's a bigger slot guy, um, very physical. I know what you're thinking. Okay, well, we got Curtis Samuels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, whatever. Um, <laughs> Adam Humphreys had a lot of snaps. Dax Milton, no, no, no. Let's get a guy. Let's get a guy that can do that because I think Curtis Samuels is going to be a lot of what you talked about, Brian, um, in, in terms of Antonio Gibson. I think they're going to put – Curtis Samuel in that role where he's kind of the flex guy that they move all around the field. So let's get a true slot guy to Corey Robeson. He's a bigger slot guy, but we've seen those guys succeed in the NFL this year. Let's get a guy that can contribute on offense right away. He's not going to be asked to play uh, 70 snaps, 65 snaps a game, but he can come in and contribute and give us something that we don't have now. And that's a true slot guy. Fifth round. We don't have a pick. So we're going to go blow right by that. And let's go to the sixth round. Eric, who do you got in the sixth round? We're trading back, and we're drafting Hassan Haskins again. <laughs> uh, no, sixth round, I actually went guard. Uh, I went with Zion Johnson from Boston College, okay. uh, another position flex guy, guard tackle. He's kind of small for a tackle, but he uh, has the traits, as they say, with the long arms and the uh, athletic ability. He's kind of a road grader type of guard. Um, so he probably needs to be coached up a little bit in pass protection, but that's why he's a six round pick. So I'm rolling with Zion Johnson guard, Boston college. Yeah. Your traditional, um, late round pick guard, usually very physical, very effective in the run game, but has a lot of improving to do in the past game. So I like to pick where he's at. Uh, you're probably going to have to wait a couple years before you really see what you have in that guy, but that's kind of what six round picks are for. Hopefully the dude plays on special teams. Um, or something like that to contribute and stay on the team. So not a bad pick at all. Brian, what do you got? Well, this was my Hassan Haskins pick, so I'll, we we can move on from that. But that's that's who I was going to go in the sixth round. Okay. Haskins got drafted by all of us, just different yeah. points. So at least we're of common mind there. I'm going to go Ben Brown, guard from Ole Miss. Similar things to what Eric said about his guard. It's a late-round reach. You're hoping this guy – he could be a fifth-round pick. But my guess is as players move around, somebody's going to slide. It's probably going to be him. We take him. He's a lineman, a big ugly, as they like to say, uh, physical dude, but has some work to do before he can be a solid contributor to the NFL level. So Ben Brown. All right. We're moving to this guy. Seventh round. Eric, who are we going with in the seventh? Seventh round. Um, you're looking for athletes at that point. You're just looking for guys who can play special teams um tend to be tight end linebacker type guys i went tight end and i went with josh wiley from cincinnati um he's a special teams type tight end he's just he's a, a reasonable athlete who can get up and down the field and run with guys the best you can hope for him is to coach him up and get him some playing time but that's who i'm rolling with josh wiley i believe it's wiley w-h-y-l-e if somebody knows how to pronounce that hook me up uh cincinnati tight end go bearcats by the way 
killing this draft. They are crushing this draft. They're everywhere in this draft. <laughs> they are indeed. Brian, who you got? Uh, I've got, well, I don't even know how to say this. Zach Van Valkenburg, defensive end, Iowa, edge rusher. Uh, Chase is going to be coming back off of uh, ACL. We hope he's ready by mini camp, uh, training camp. We don't know that he will be. And last year, our pass rush wasn't very good. Uh, outside of Jonathan Allen, nobody else consistently brought it uh, enough to affect uh, the uh, the opposing offense. So we need more pass rush. And this guy is big. He's nasty. And uh, he's uh, he's very disciplined in the scheme that they ran there at Iowa. So he's a coachable player. So uh, somebody who could probably make the team special teams uh, back up. But uh, we need more pass rush help. Yeah. I, all, always good to draft at least one pass rusher every draft. Depth, 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 depth. And you want to turn your bottom of your roster over with new guys that can contribute on special teams in different ways. I am going to go Corey Sutton, wide receiver, Appalachian State. I know I've taken a lot of receivers this draft. It's a seventh-round pick. Like Eric said, you're looking for athletes. You're looking for guys that may have some potential, but especially special teams. I think he can do that. Uh, so I like that, Corey Sutton. So that is all seven rounds of our draft. And um, what pick, Eric, uh, from one of us did you like the most? Any ideas? I like Hassan Haskins. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah, that's clearly, we all like that one. That's obvious. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I do, I, I was making fun of Kenny Pickett's hands. I do, if they have the opportunity to draft Kenny Pickett, if he's there, especially at 11, depending on what you do in free agency, I'd have no problem taking him. Um, you know, there are some concerns, but there's going to be concerns with everybody. That dude, he balled out last season. Um, he's a very accurate passer, throws a great deep ball. He checks all the boxes except for his little midget hands. Um, so I'm, I'm cool with him, uh, you know, provided he can, he can spin the ball. There was like rumors that he's like double jointed in his thumb. So the hand size isn't an issue. I thought that was kind of funny as well. Um, yeah, it's so weird, but, uh, you know, the hand size is a concern because I don't know, just, you know, he doesn't, it's not necessarily that he has small hands for a quarterback. Like he's got small hands. He's not in general, a regular yeah. dude size hands. Yeah, he like Joe Burrow, was, there was an issue with him, but his are like nine inches, which is like just on the borderline. That's small for a quarterback, but like eight and a quarter is is like regular person size. So it's a little bit off-putting. He wears a glove to throw a college ball. So yeah. it's, it's a little weird, but, you know, if he makes it through the draft process and he's still going that high, I think I have confidence that he can succeed at the NFL level. Yeah, if he wears a glove and that helps him from fumbling or stops him from fumbling, like Teddy wears a glove. I know Kurt Warner, uh, for a bulk of his career, wore a glove for for those reasons to get a better grip on the ball. If that helps, then Danny Werfel. Oh, oh. <laughs> bad memories there. Um, yeah, I mean, if that if the glove helps him, I, I don't care um, so much about uh, you know about that because he can play certainly um, uh, on that one. So, anyways. Yeah. So look, I'm going to give you guys a little bit of trivia. We're going to rewind it back to the 1996 draft. In that draft, Eric, we took a running back. Do you know who it was? A running back in 1996. Yep. Stephen Davis, right? Yes, sir. You pulled that yeah. one out quick. Number 102 out of Auburn. Played 11 years. We also years drafted ago. Andre Johnson. Did you know Jesus. that? How do you know that? How do you do Not that? the one you're thinking. Well, this is because he was the worst draft pick in franchise history. But the Virginia he was a first-round draft pick. Uh, no, he's Penn State. He was yes. a Penn State left tackle, and he never took a snap. He never suited up for a game in the NFL as a first-round pick. And Charlie Casterly had a job for three more years after that, just so you know. That, that was too easy for you, man. Your Redskins history yeah, you're is You're going to have to go. 
Yeah, well, okay. I mean, 90s. That was my heyday. All right, was, hold on. You gotta let me get bright. You took all... CDs and my Eagle Talon. <laughs> <You know? laughs> what else? 90s. Watching Friends. Yeah. I'm gonna pull this up. So we 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 drafted in 1998. Brian, this one's for you. <laughs> we took a running back in 1998. Hmm. Who was that running back? Oh, I think I know this one too. Had a hmm. nose for the end zone. They said could hook you up with some good parking at you at UCLA. <laughs> you stop it stop it that's <laughs> who i'm thinking of right yeah 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 okay yeah okay no i don't know i don't know who eric who is skip it? hicks yes sir skip. good old skip hicks i thought he was gonna be yeah. so good he had like he had like a he had like some he got charged with like selling handicap parking parking passes <laughs> at his college <laughs> before he drafted skip you know it. how to pick them Okay, yeah. bro, I'm, I'm, I'm going to let you redeem yourself. We had a tight end in the first round, or excuse me, second round. That was our first pick, but it was the second round. It was a tight end in 1998. His name sounds a lot like the running back we talked about in the 97 draft. Yeah, we could have gotten a lot more out of him. He was actually really good. Oh, um, tight end in the first round? Yeah, second, second round. round. First second round. First second round tight end. We didn't have Number a 80, round I believe. Yeah. Oh, I have no idea. I, I I know it's not Yoder. I have no idea. No. Steven Alexander. Yes, sir. Oh, my God. Yeah. He was supposed to be Tur North Turner's Jay Novacek, and, and he, he was really talented, and he was pretty good. I think he was even a pro bowler one year, I want to say, yeah. but he just never worked out the way that he should have because no, nobody did for us. All right. Eric, I got you. You're not going to get this one. That <laughs> okay. same draft, we took a line. Tracy back. Rocker. Yeah, okay. we took a linebacker, and this linebacker was okay for us, but he ended up being really good for another team. And we took him in the fourth round. Uh, was it Sean Barber? Golly, how do you do this? So Sean Barber actually – so this is a long story, but I actually have like a personal connection to Sean Barber, so I should know that one. It's like a, it's like a six degrees of Kevin Bacon thing. But like I totally knew like three, we had like a lot of mutual friends because he's from Richmond. Um, or yeah, I think it was University of Richmond. Yeah, yeah you're all right. I want to say, yeah. But yeah, we had we had like a lot of mutual friends at the time. Uh, I had a lot of friends at VCU. Uh, so yeah, and I would be down there. So yeah, we had kind of met each other casually uh, a few times. Nice. Okay. Look at yeah. you. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to get one by you before we end this podcast. <laughs> okay. And you got to go back further. 2002. We drafted a tight end in the fifth round. 2002. Yes. Fifth round. Who was it? Okay. A fifth round tight end in 2002. I'm yes. not Googling this. Uh, that was Spurrier's first draft. Uh-huh. Was it Frank Wycheck? No, it wasn't Wycheck. He was incorrect. Wasn't Wycheck? No. Okay. Yeah. I knew it. Cause we drafted why check, but that was like in 96. I'm trying to yeah. think of, so wait, let me think. Yeah. So why check? It. It Just give up. Yeah. I probably won't. Did he ever play for us? Yeah. Yeah. Was it Jamie Asher? It wasn't Jamie Asher. No, he was older too. I'm just trying to think of rando. Uh, I finally got him. Tight ends. Yeah. I, I think he got, got me. I don't remember that one. <laughs> Robert Royal. Robert Royal. Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. I remember Robert Royal. Hey, I'll make it easy for you. Brian, we took a quarterback that year, 2002. First oh, round. Oh, man. Pick number 32. Oh, is that uh, Campbell? <laughs> no, Patrick Ramsey. Ramsey. Patrick Ramsey, yes. Yeah, Spurrier took Ramsey. Oh. Ruined him. Completely ruined him. 
And then Joe Gibbs came in and finished him off. <laughs> that guy had so much patia that yeah, that guy had an absolute cannon arm. And yeah, Spurrier like put two offensive linemen in front of him. And then Joe Gibbs was like, you're my guy, man. And then he brought in Mark Brunelden. Yes. Yeah. I just ruined love, Patrick Ramsey. Love Patrick Ramsey. Uh, Eric, we took a, a running back in the second round that year. Who was it? In 2002? It was Betts, wasn't it? Yeah. Was it Betts? Yeah. 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 So our third round pick was Rashad Bauman. Funny story about him. I was I went to a game and I was riding back on the little uh tr- the tram or whatever it takes you back to the metro. And I was sitting back there with my boy Mike and I was like, man, Rashad Bauman is trash. And um <laughs> I looked over next to his mom was sitting right next to me. She was like, Oh, you mean my Come son? On. I was like, Yeah, the other Rashad Bauman. <laughs> yeah, Rashad Bauman. <laughs> we took a fullback in the seventh round of that draft. Can either of you guess who it was? A fullback in seventh round of O2, that was Rock Cartwright. You're amazing, dude. That's all I can say. You're amazing. That's unreal. Your, yeah. your memory is, is unreal. This is why you guys have me on. I, I bring <laughs> little value other than this is impressive. remembering random 2000s era, 90s era players. We got to just have you uh, recite the entire draft. Just go round one. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring you uh, uh, Leomont Evans's uh, biography uh, next week. <laughs> if y'all remember Leomont. No, I don't. I don't. All right. Oh, um, man. Here we go. Last one. 2012 draft. So it's relatively new. Uh, Brian, we took a we took quarterback. Two quarterbacks. Who were they? Yeah, quarterback in the first round, 2012. Who was it? Come on, man. RG3, man. Okay. Okay. That one, even even talking, I can get that one. That's patronizing to Brian, man. He's yeah. not, you know. You're right. You're right. <laughs> I missed all those other ones. That was just a warm up. I got that one, right? Yeah. We took a guard <laughs> in the fifth round, Brian. Who was it? 2012. Was that um, that um, was that Will Montgomery? Nope. Eric, you want to guess? Wasn't Will? I was. That was actually going to be my guess, but yeah, he was a little sooner. A guard in the fifth round of 2012. Oh, I know, I know. What right? Brian knows is is it Loribus? No, that was our third round pick. He was a center. Yeah, I think they drafted him as a center too. <laughs> technically. Fifth round. Uh, Larebus looked like a giant baby. I always <laughs> like now. Now that I've said it, you'll never unsee it. He's perfect. He was a perfect fit in New Orleans because he looked yeah. like that king cakes baby. Um, a fifth round guard in 2012. Nah, not- I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Adam Geddes. Adam Geddes. Adam Geddes. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Shanahan guard. Okay. Yes, we took Cousins in the fourth, and then we had a second fourth round pick that was a linebacker. Do either of you want to guess who that was? Really talented guy. Never really materialized fully to his potential, but he was a really talented guy. Was it, uh, was that your boy, Robert? Uh, uh, Robert Henson? No. Yeah. Shout out to Robert Henson. Oh, no. He was a, he was a, Gib pick, a Gibbs pick. Okay. Uh, really talented linebacker that never, he was a fourth round pick? Yep. Went to the Giants. Oh, uh, Antonio. Uh, no, no, <laughs> no, definitely uh, not Antonio. Pierce. I'm thinking of it. Yeah, I'm thinking of Antonio. Yeah, Rocky McIntosh. No, <clears throat> no, he was a Robinson. Remember Kenan, that? Oh, dude? my daughter got his yeah. autograph at camp. Yeah, I should know that. Yeah, Keenan Robinson. Sixth round, we yeah, took, he was. He was very talented, dude, man. Sixth round, we took Alfred Morris, and then in the seventh round, we took a cornerback who made a pretty significant play for us that year. What are your guesses? 
too recent. The way I have you guys stoned. This is sad, guys. This is sad. Yeah, I like got 2012. I don't even remember. Uh, <laughs> that, was, that was after I had kids. I don't remember any of this stuff. Uh, 2012 draft. Think the Baltimore game. Uh, Lodi Nagata. <laughs> That's all I remember <laughs> about the Baltimore game. <laughs> Wreck at RG3's knee. Return the punt. Uh, yeah, I know you're talking about. Uh, what's I can't remember his name. You got to go 90s for me, apparently. I don't know these new guys. Richard Crawford. Richard Crawford. Yeah, I would never pull that. Another one of those guys that was high potential or really played well for us. Yeah, he was like 4'3", four, 4'25 four, guy. He was like super yeah. fast. Got hurt. I though. remember that. Yep. yep. Yeah. Anyway, well, that's our mock draft and a little bit of draft history. I uh, hope you I guys enjoyed one. it. Don't forget to oh, subscribe. I got if one. If you get to ask one, then I get to ask one. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Brian. What do you got? My, mine's not a, uh, a draft, um, like a what round or anything like that, but it's a draft strategy. So 2012, we were just talking about it. We took two quarterbacks. Given we've been in the quarterback desert since then, essentially, would you be okay with another two quarterback draft strategy? Never. This one. This Never time? again. Never again. And I, I am of the, I'm of the opinion, I don't think I've ever shared this on this show, that we know that, that uh, Bruce Allen and uh, Dan Snyder were the ones that pulled the trigger on the RG3 trade. Had that not occurred, if Shanahan had been the guy, who do you think he would have taken? I know who he would have taken. He said Russell Wilson. Positive. Yeah. No, no. He would have gone first round. He would have taken Tannehill at five. Guarantee you. Really? 100%. Yeah. And you know what's even worse is I know before that, the year before that, he was in love with uh, Jake Locker in 2010. He was in love with Shanahan, was in love with Jake Locker, loved him. Um, And, but uh, the Titans took him like two picks before. So we ended up trading back and passing. Who did we pass on? Who did we trade back and avoid taking that year? Man. We went from 10 to 16 in 20, uh, it was 2011. We went from 10 to 16 and we picked up. Well, who did we avoid and who did we take? We took uh, Kerrigan, right, at 16? Yeah. Uh, yeah, but who did we miss out Watt. on? We passed on Watt, right? We did pass on Watt, but who did who did we traded with another team, and who did they take at 10? Oh. Like if I told you the team, you'd know it. Tell us the team because I don't know. Jacksonville. <laughs> Still don't know it. <laughs> Blaine Gabbert. Oh, they yeah. They took Blaine. Okay. Okay. We missed out on the Blaine Gabbert experience. Yeah. In DC. <laughs> but yeah, we ended up dropping back, but yeah, we did. I think Watt went 11 JJ Watt went 11, which is interesting. Like who would you think, like who would looking at both of their careers is Watt has been very good, but very injury prone. Whereas yeah. Kerrigan was complete, was pretty good and com- very consistent. So who really, well, I think I'm okay with, with Kerrigan, honestly, like I would have like yeah. Watt would have been great, but for the amount of, don't, for the quality of like, yeah, don't I mean, I'm, I'm com- like, I think I would take, if I was picking one over the other, I would like, now I would pick Watt probably, but I can't be upset with taking Kerrigan because we got so much out of Kerrigan for so long. He was just such a consistent player. So I'm cool with it. We got a lot of production out of Kerrigan. We got nine, 95 sacks or whatever. So I'm not going to say I'm call. cool I mean, with JJ it. JJ Watt. Yeah. He's brilliant. You know, when he's healthy, but he's, you know, injuries have just always plagued him. See the Watt had, uh, Watt had some more dominant seasons, right? He had a no. 20 sack or 22 sack. Other teams had to game plan for him. But yeah, just like you said, to Kerrigan's credit, if you look up their total sack production, uh, Watt's only leading Kerrigan by like six, seven, or eight. Like it, it's not even. Is like, he even leading him? 
Yeah. I know at one point, like Von Miller was the only person ahead of, of Kerrigan, like from the 2011 class. I know I looked up specifically between those two because they are in, uh, they were so close uh, there and Watt only had a handful more sacks and um, it it wasn't even by that much. Now that, um, you know, with this season, I don't know how many uh, um, Watt got this year before he went out again, but um, yeah, Watt, certainly a better player, more dominant. You had to game plan him. Um, but the production, I mean, somehow Kerrigan is right there with them in production. That's consistency, yeah, because, I mean, Watt was injured and Kerrigan wasn't for 10-plus yeah. years. So Man. I'm cool with that. I'm at peace with that pick. Yeah. I mean, would have been nice to have Watt, but I don't know. We probably would have ruined Watt, honestly. So You can't change it. But, nope. Brian, to answer your question about two quarterbacks, it's, it's an awful strategy because young quarterbacks need the opportunity to grow in confidence. And by taking a quarterback that's sitting behind them, in that same draft, you're essentially taking that out from under their feet. Let let the guy play. Let him lose. Let him fall apart. Let him do whatever he needs to do. Who cares? You drafted him. Show faith in him. Give him every opportunity to exceed, uh, to succeed. Excuse me. I don't like that two quarterback strategy. If you go back when we took um, He Schuler, we drafted Gus Friot, right? Um, yep. Look what happened. It just doesn't work. You're creating controversy. There doesn't need to be any. My opinion is, if you're going to draft a quarterback. Go sign the biggest bum off the street to be the backup while that quarterback adapts to the NFL. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And plus, you've already got a fan favorite sitting behind whoever you would draft this year anyway, because people yeah. are still in love with Heineke. Right. So, right. Then you, you add a third quarterback into that mix that you take, like you take, uh, I don't know, like Matt Corral in round one, and then you come back and take, you know, Carson Strong in like round three or whatever. You need that? Yeah. That would be, yeah, that's tough. Yep. Not the best strategy. And we, we tend to ruin quarterbacks that way. We've done it twice. Very true. All right, fellas. Once again, subscribe, YouTube, subscribe, uh, audio platforms, check out WFTDclassified.com. Brian just dropped a great blog on Wednesday about Scott Turner, why we should keep him. Eric's got a blog coming out next Wednesday about the quarterbacks we should stay away from and which ones we should actually go after. Brian, what do you got? No, I uh, appreciate everybody for all the interaction on Twitter, on the website, on YouTube. Please let us know. Tell us who you want to be drafted in all seven rounds. Let us know. Share your mock drafts with us. That's right. Eric, what do you got for the people on the way out? Like and subscribe. We need your, we need your affirmation. Yeah. And if you think you know Redskins slash Washington football trivia and you want to battle Eric, Bring it. You want to stump me? Yeah, bring me on. Stump it. I want. I oh. specialize in random players from the A. <laughs> Let's make a contest out of this. Anybody who uh, who can uh, who can beat Eric, we will we'll give him a uh, a little uh, something. Yeah, yeah. I, got, I got a lot of Reds uh, Washington football team merch that we can give away. So contest. Reach out to us if you feel like you can do it. We are out of here. <laughs>